Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. morning. Back at it. Here we go. Um, Quickly, we've got running section tickets for the Alks game. That's our section to give away. And today is Motley Monday. Mm -hmm. So you're listening for Motley Crew, a chance to uh, win tickets. There's an On the Rocks package as well. Yeah. Uh, But also a chance to win tickets right beside the stage in the catwalk. Yeah, the catwalk. The catwalk. Yeah, all right. There you go. You'll help Vince Vince Neal sing all of the songs of Molly Crew. <laughs> we might need you. Yeah, you might have to get up you, there. You, you might, <laughs> might hold the teleprompter. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm feeling a bit better. I had a, a, a pretty uh, casual weekend. Mm-hmm. I, I tried to take it easy. on. I'm, I'm, I don't feel like a human piñata anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yep. But I'm still... This cold, man. Still not over it all the I way. hope nobody gets this cold. Yeah. Good Lord. Brutal. Unbelievable. You went camping. Yeah, we went camping all weekend. We went to Island Lake. I haven't been up there. Is, that, is it a government one or? Nope. No, it was a private one. I think. Man, yeah. Did you have showers? Uh, no. No showers. Just porta potties. Just yeah. porta potties in the and the lake. Small little campground, but cool. It was nice to get away. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. I like yeah. camping because it gives you an excuse to drink somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. This is uh, app or something, some kind of software, probably on your phone. <laughs> the way the world works now. Uh, but Dr. Smith, it was his final gift to his beloved mother, an invitation to her own funeral. So he recorded hours and hours of her talking about her life. And mm-hmm. then um, this program creates this hologram, right? And then at the funeral, you can go up and ask her questions. Yeah. I'm guessing they're somewhat scripted, right? Because you would have to ask something well, that pertained to the recordings. But it's AI. So is what I read. Okay. This is artificial intelligence. So it is doing some sort of like taking all the hours of footage you used and then creating the personality. So you could ask it questions. Jesus. <laughs> That's uh, in theory what I'm they're doing. Anyways. Second guessing decision to do this topic now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this, this, this old bird, she pops off, right? Yeah. And then they've got her at the funeral. So, you know, they do the ceremony or whatever, and then you go ask, Grandma Gonuts, a couple of questions. Yep. Right? I didn't really look that like that in depth into... I just assumed because it just... Like, I'm on their website right now, and oh, they've got yeah. okay, William Shatner on there, and you can ask him questions, and it's AI. So you type a question into William Shatner, and he'll respond. So from the Isn't hours of creepy? footage, it's, it, it it's answers the creepy. questions from that answer. Yeah, it builds an answer from... The footage that you've taken and then uploaded. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, I thought it would make a good conversation. Yeah. Uh, would you want to attend your own funeral? <laughs> we'll take the... I don't want to talk about this anymore, this AI thing. <laughs> it's creeping you out. <laughs> um, we'll go around the horn here. Would you want to attend your funeral? Here's here's my answer, it, and and it's no. And the reason why is because I think a lot of times, regardless of what your wishes are, Mm -hmm. when you die, I think a lot of things happen without... I've seen it countless times. 
I think a lot of people end up what when they the people that are left yeah. in your family, they do what they want. Mm -hmm. They don't do what you want to do. Mm. So I would just be pissed off <laughs> that they're like, yeah, there'd yeah. be people there I wouldn't want, right? Yeah. So I I yeah, wouldn't want to would, be there. Somebody would be speaking yeah, yeah. on stage you about would... all the memories with you, and you'd be like, I didn't like that person. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there a 50-50? Are <laughs> <laughs> we Chris is smoking in the back while he's DJing your funeral? Why is, why is Jimmy singing I've Got Friends in Low Places? <laughs> why did this turn into a karaoke? I hate karaoke. All right, Jimmy, you, would you want to attend your own funeral? Like dealing with the whole EI or whatever... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's just it would be That's what you should be getting to supplement your income. <laughs> like like to see who actually shows up. You're curious about who would come to your Dude, kind everyone's of. going to your funeral. What is what is that uh they would say like you'll never hear anybody say nicer things about you. Like your funeral is when people will speak the nicest about you. Okay, and Jimmy's Jimmy all over would that. eat that up. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's probably that says it. I think a lot of people would be very confused at your funeral about the fire we're going to have afterwards, right? <laughs> yeah, but you're, all but, stuff. but you're planning on cremating me in my apartment. No, yep. just your stuff. <laughs> well, throwing all my stuff into the dumpster. How much does it cost me? to cremate a body? <laughs> if we're saving a hon, a honey, true, I'm in. get it all done at once. A burning barrel. Um, I would do like the Andy Kaufman where he recorded a song to sing along with everyone. I'll do something like that, but I don't. I don't think I want to be there. It sounds sad, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't want to be at any sad events. <laughs> I do like that idea. Of recording a song, everyone has to sing everyone along. Everyone has to sing along with you. <laughs> Creed, higher. The locker room topic of the day. Would you want to attend your own funeral? Well, Monica agrees with you. You were saying you don't want to attend because uh, you'll see that they're going to be doing their own thing, like. It'll be in a church. You don't want you. Oh my god! To be in a if church. If, if if they put if they if they put me in the ground and there's any religion involved, I will curse oh, you everyone. Jimmy, Jimmy's going to be giving a speech Cursed. for sure. Jimmy, oh, I, curse. I will I'm come already, back. I'm already writing the sermon. I am. I swear to God, there better not be. Um, no, my, Dave's my, doing the fifty-fifty. My family knows better. Than. So she said, because of that. Um, she's going to become a donor, and science can have her body. There you go. So there will be no funeral with her body there, because it'll be in pieces. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Would you want to attend your own funeral is the conversation this morning. Grant? Steve said, um, kind of similar to me, he said, I would only want to be there if they play Strutton by Thumposaurus and have everyone sing along. Do a little jig? Yeah, Strutton there. As well? Yeah. I don't know that song. What? I'm going to have to dig that one up. Strutton? Strutton. Strutton by Thumposaurus. Yeah. Do you know this tune? I've, I've heard it. <laughs> You've heard it? I would know it did. I oh. would know it to hear it. Get your line in. I think it's the music video that went Get your line viral. in. Viral. Jimmy, I've stripped to this. Oh yeah, usually. Here we go. I don't know if there's any swears in this. There is a naked man in here. Yeah. Yeah. There's nudity. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I said, I think the, 
the video went viral. Because he's in the chats and everything. Okay. Are we uh, ri- risking our license by playing this? I wouldn't. I'm looking. There's no. Uh, there's no swears. This is a perfect stripping song for you, Jimmy. I've never stripped to this. He could though. I might add it to my list. This video is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I can see Jimmy dressed up as a cowboy. You know what? I think we need to download that and put that into regular rotation here on the Let's locker room. Let's do it. Thank and you, there's Steve. actually a line in there, make Jimmy cry. Locker room topic of the day. Would you want to attend your own funeral? Army Chris said he would go to his funeral just to see who gets the empties at the end and how much they're worth. <laughs> it's me. Are you getting the empties? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to outlive bring Army a, Chris? Bring a six-pack, take 12 home. Jimmy's questioning whether or not you'll live longer than Army Chris. You know what? Uh, I don't think he's going to... like. Dude, with the- Army Chris is that guy that's going to bury the three of us, probably, yeah. right? And he's gonna he's gonna be smoking, <laughs> smoking a pack a day until the day we die. Yeah, and, and he's gonna be the one that's gonna be splitting the fifty fifty at all yeah. three of our funerals. <laughs> <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Good morning, Cruz. Good morning, gentlemen. How you doing? Good. Would you want to attend your own funeral? Okay. I thought today is my funeral, but listen, I'm drunk right now, okay? Oh, weird. I, I want to play bongos for Metallica when I grow the f*** up. Essence left me. This time it's good. It's for gone. It's done. Essence? Yeah. yeah. Bobby she's Dale. Gone, yeah, eh? Elvira. Elvira's she's gone, out. Man. She just, that's it. Billy Bob, listen. Hold me back. There's I'm a going, lot. I'm going to hell. And there's, I hope you guys don't go with me. There's a lot going on here in this in this this call. Oh well, I want to play bongos for Metallica. Okay, why don't out. we leave it there? Sure, okay. I like it. All right, uh, liquor store opens at ten. I'm gonna get drunk. I think I got a six pack in the beer in the in the thing. I'm okay. gonna grab a I'm gonna grab a fridge and I'm going to home. Okay. Adios. All right, take care. I don't even know. <laughs> Three, two. The Locker Rooms, Midget at the Movies. I shall call him Mini-Me. It's like Minute at the Movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did you watch on the weekend? The Wiz. Was that Michael? That was Michael and uh, Diana Ross. Diana Ross. Diana Ross was, was, was the main right? character. She was Dorothy. We were talking about Wizard of Oz last week, and um, we found out I had never heard of a Michael Jackson remake of The Wizard of Oz, but apparently it happened. It's I like we were talking about this for. It was kind of a bit of a parody of, but it was. It's sort of hard to explain, but it did Richard fold. Richard Pryor is in it too. He's yeah, the he was the Wiz. Yeah, but it was <laughs> it was weird. Like it, it's so it was. It, it, it wasn't kind like of, a Spaceballs parody no, of Star but it, Wars. Like, it, like the character, like the characters were parodies of the characters. Like were they was, attempting to be serious or funny? Like they're like the storyline was basically. Dorothy, she was a kindergarten teacher that her family was trying to talk her into becoming a high school teacher, and she liked being a kindergarten teacher, and she would, was afraid to go any further. 
And then she went to Oz, or the equivalent of Oz. It's It had a really weird storyline. The characters were off the wall. The music was actually pretty... It, it's, it was catchy. I know you knew about this, mm. but have you ever watched it, Grant? No, I've never actually watched it. I have it. no idea. I have no idea. I, I didn't even know it existed until last week. So like, I just, but, I, I'm still, the thing is, the I'm still thing confused is, uh, of whether or not they were trying to be serious. I don't know either because they didn't even give it a positive <laughs> conclusion at the end. Like it's like the, uh, yeah, it was, it was weird, but was it you just know, with like, the fact that was it was it, a bit was of it a, just this, was it like, we don't have a, a, um, a black version of wizard of Oz. So we're going to attempt to make that version for kids. And maybe that's what it was. The fact maybe, that Richard Pryor was maybe, in it but was, it was really dark too. Like it was. Well, Wizard of Oz is pretty dark. Wizard of Oz is dark, yeah. Oh, maybe, but but it, just so you know, it's, wrong, it's actually right? yeah, it's actually no. over thirty minutes longer than the than the Wizard of Oz. Well, they had to add some dancing. Yeah, Michael's in it. <laughs> All right, what did you give it? I gave it a two. The only reason I gave it that far is the music. Okay. All right, so a two for the whiz. Two out of five. Uh, buttered Tabor cobs of corn <laughs> for Midget at the Movies. The City of Edmonton is committed to its ongoing effort to keep you informed on your mosquito abatement program progress. While some may see the introduction of a new species of disease-carrying mosquito as a complete and utter failure in the program, we now will welcome the opportunity to house our new little friends as a free food source for all the bats we're buying. This is a cost savings win for taxpayers. Program officials, in partnership with Edmonton's 311 Mosquito Reporting System, have narrowed down the source of the new species to a stagnant Mr. Turtle Pool on Terry from Clairview's front lawn. Bylaw officers have issued firm warnings to have this source eliminated, or they may be forced to issue another stern, firm warning. We want to reassure Edmontonians this was entirely your fault and completely preventable and would not have occurred if our hands-off instructions were followed properly. We're counting on you, Edmonton. You're all in this together. Cruise FM. So there's a crisis in Japan. An odd crisis, actually. One that I don't think a lot of North Americans are going to understand at all. Well, I, I, that was my initial reaction until I read a line. Okay. Um, so in Japan, they're saying not enough young people drink alcohol. Yeah. And it had to do with... Um, the line in there was the Jap- Japanese tax agency. So not okay. getting enough tax money off of young people drinking booze. No, right? yeah, but still, yeah. The young people have abandoned the the traditions of of you know drinking. That's starting, gonna, it's gonna uh, happen in here early too. Early alcoholism, is it? <laughs> yeah. Are, are North Americans not drinking yeah, as remember much? Remember that term, uh, sober curious and. Young people don't don't do yeah, don't go to bars as much. I just think in North America, I think the older people are just taking up the slack. That might be, yeah, yeah. Like By our generation. Way, if you're ever hanging out with us, never ever use the expression "sober curious." <laughs> so, Japan wants to. They're they're running a contest. The government yeah. is uh, trying to come up with ideas to convince young people to start hammering back the the booze a little bit more. Yeah. Right? How, do, how do we market this to younger people? I had one idea, um, and of course, this is going to be costly, and it might not be cost effective, um, unless, of course, we. Actually, this is the way we do it. 
we transport James, mm-hmm. little Jimmy, to Japan. Okay. Let him, you know, take up a residence for a couple of months. Get the dad den of sadness nice and juicy. Yeah. And then just invite juicy. just invite people over to spend time with him in the den of sadness. Because after a night in the den of sadness, you need to drink. Or, <laughs> or people's uh, urge to buy me booze. I think this is probably more along the lines of if you spend a night with Jimmy in the den of sadness and you don't drink... <laughs> <laughs> Something wrong with you. Yeah. My, that will drive any person to drink. My idea won't work because if the government wants more taxes from it, I was just going to say make it cheaper than pop. Yeah. Yeah, you could. Because yeah. I know a, a friend of mine, uh, when I was with the Midgets, uh, he grew up in the Ukraine, and it was actually cheaper for vodka than it was milk. For water. Yeah, and it was milk. There are a couple of countries like that where mm-hmm. it's it's like that's not a horrible idea. Grant, do you have any ideas on how to help the kids get on the on the booze in Japan? Um, you could start some sort of school program, <laughs> like in the cafeteria. Here's your vodka. <laughs> It's like really good whiskey instead of instead of lunch lunch at school programs. <laughs> Give him a shot of whiskey. Yeah, whiskey at school. Yeah, in every sporting event. Yeah, just include instead the, of Gatorade. Yeah, you just start feeding them booze. <laughs> the locker room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Sometimes the world can be crazy, and it can be a little overwhelming. And I understand why people might be restless at night when they're trying to get to sleep. I mean, the pandemic, threats of nuclear war, global warming. (laughs) So when you're feeling overwhelmed, you need to look to our leaders for reassurance. No, not Justin Trudeau or sleepy Joe Biden. They will not bring you comfort. Luckily, there is someone out there making a difference in our world, a real difference. Dennis Rodman says he is on his way to Russia to bring back uh, Brittany Grimer, the WNBA star who was arrested and sent to jail for nine years for having a bit of hash on her. So Dennis Rodman, the man who once brought peace to North Korea (laughs) and who once visited with Putin and then afterwards called him pretty cool. Say what you want about Rodman. There are two truths about him. One, the man knew how to get a rebound. And number two, the communists love him. (laughs) Dennis Rodman, the man who owns a boat that he named White Women Only, has somehow turned into the United States' best diplomat and will likely be their president someday. There are lessons here. Don't judge a book by its cover and give everyone a second chance. Why has he not settled the conflict on the Gaza Strip yet? Come on, Dennis. Let's get it. Get him in there. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise. New item alert. We now have giant Peter t-shirts. Yes, we do. Show your Peter pride at the next wrestling skip. (laughs) Buy a t-shirt today. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Busey's in the news. He's in trouble. Yeah, not for good reasons. No. He was... uh, charged facing several sex offense charges 
in connection with incidents during a horror fan convention in New Jersey earlier this A lot week. of these guys, right, they make their money after the fact if their careers kind of fade away, and Gary's definitely has by, by going to these conventions and signing autographs and taking pictures and things yeah, like they that. They charge so. pretty good money to yeah. show up at, like, Comic-Con and sign some pictures yeah, yeah. and stuff. So Gary Busey, is he known for um, the... Because I, I mean, I know him from Point Break. Buddy Holly. But but when, no but but for horror movies oh yeah what's what's he known for he must be look at him <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's done something right <laughs> like I remember him more from Lethal Weapon the first one where he was kind of the bad was guy in, there was he in Lethal Weapon yeah he was the bad guy it's not a horror movie though no I forgot about that yeah there must be something he's done that um, that has got him going to oh, these horror movies Silver Bullet he did. Okay, I don't it's know. It's a what Stephen that is. King. Oh, is it? Mo- movie. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not you said surprising. Or you said not surprised. I'm surprised because he's creepy. Yeah, but he's eighty years old almost. And there's never really been anything about him like that, right? That I know of at least. I'm surprised but that it hasn't happened before now. Yeah, I I don't know why. He had a head injury, right? He fell but off. is that he had a but, motorbike? He had a motorcycle, and it changed his personality and made him really weird. But, but and eccentric. I think he was always a little off. I think the I think the um, the the motorbike motorcycle accident it kind of changed. But is is that maybe why he hasn't been called out before now? That people were kind of just going, okay, yeah, he's a little off, so it's you know maybe not all him. I don't I, I don't know. I don't know anything about him. I've never... Well, he's not the celebrity you see stories about. He was in Sharknado 4, by the way. <laughs> so that's a horror movie. <laughs> and the ginger dead man. <laughs> so he's still getting a little bit of work, yeah. right? In like, He's in Space Force. Was he in Space Force? Yeah, he was really good in Space Force. I forget. How many seasons of, is that? There's a couple seasons out of that. Yeah. He's an odd duck. He definitely yeah. is. And that's kind of where I was going with it. And I think Jimmy Jimmy and I might be on the same page with that. It just yeah. it, it he's just such a bizarre. Like, have you seen any of his um his YouTube stuff? Grant? No. no. Okay, well cuz that that kind of stuff if you've watched that, it's supposed to be a look into his well, I don't know what it's supposed to be. But it's it's kind of like a a peek into his actual life, the way he lives. Yeah. And that's why I was like, okay, yeah, uh, this this makes sense. Hmm. I've had him on the death pool. I'm sure of it. I'm sure I picked him. Yes, uh, you uh, you were the last one to have him, and that was... Uh, he's getting on. Uh, he's number like, eight. He's closing like, in on 80, if I'm not mistaken. He's 78. 78 years of age. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing... That would be a good pick if we end up doing a mm-hmm. another round here sooner than later. He's got ten years of high school, one month of university, most educated member of the show. And now, and now, James So what they're doing is they actually are sending the most powerful rocket ever to the moon, and actually Canada is We're actually blow it up, and is actually a huge part of this NASA. mission. Yes, it's through NASA. Okay. But Canada has a huge part in it because we produce a lot of the space technology that, like, they, they've done the space arms for the space shuttle, uh, like, the space stations. Yeah, yeah I was reading that article. Um, I was surprised. It, we actually have quite a bit of technology 
that is space related that is developed here in Canada. Like, oh, for yeah. the market, Did you know for that? the rovers, yes. for the space See, station? I think the Canada arm is famous. I knew right? about the Canada arm, yeah. but I didn't know about all this other stuff. Yeah, we might too. not like launch rockets here in Canada, but we're a big part of that. We got a big space program, and, yeah. and the robotics and the robotics programs are huge here. What's his name? The Canadian that was in charge of the space station plays the guitar. Oh, um, yeah. Hatfield. Chris. Chris, Chris Hatfield. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What, what about him? Just like we had a, I mean, a Canadian in charge of the space station for a while. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. he was like the, the program director up there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. I do remember something about that. Um, well, the other thing is that, that I read is the... Um, they're sending. When are they sending the mannequins up? That is, <coughs> excuse me, August Clear. August twenty ninth. They're sending three mannequins up, and it's gonna be a moonshot where it flies around the move moon, and then and what's launches, the, what's and then the launches the capsule. So basically, it's gonna be a a rocket that they're launching, and they're launching the capsule off the rocket to the moon, and then the rocket's coming back. So it's doing okay. a slingshot around the moon. From what right. I understood. So the the plan is though to have a manned mission to the moon again here in in the near future. And I think it's to be, supposed to be twenty twenty five. So they're going to go to the moon, like and then they're going to go to Mars. Well, that's, that's the next step. But that's part of it, though, Grant. Yeah, like they want to set up a station on Mar on the moon that would help us get to Mars. Yeah. It's like that Brad Pitt movie. What the hell was, was a that good movie? That was actually a good movie. I can't remember the <laughs> was name. Ad, Ad, Ad Astra. Astra. Ad Astra. Yeah, yeah. That was the, <laughs> yeah. the whole the synopsis behind that. Was I like that one? Yeah, that was yeah. actually pretty decent. I think that was an underrated movie. So, and Canada, from what I was reading, and this could change. We might actually have somebody in the rocket uh, that for the manned mission. They actually are planning on sending a Canadian, some Canadian person, and I don't know if that person has been picked yet. It hasn't. Probably not. But there there will be a Canadian on there. Yeah. I have a feeling that we're, I mean, we're refocusing our energies on the moon right now because mm-hmm. of what China's doing. Because China's up there doing some weird crap right now. They got rovers and stuff, yeah. 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 But, I, but I think the reason why they're sending a Canadian is because we're developing all this technology for space. So you should actually send someone that actually is familiar with the technology. Plus, well, there's that, but I also think, too, that Canadians, for whatever reason, um, were ahead of the curve on alien, like, uh, you know, studies so and things like maybe that. Maybe we'll be able to connect with an alien when they see them. Well, yeah. On if, the dark side of if, the moon. If, uh, so if, if that's the case, you've got to send someone that looks closest to an alien like you. <laughs> Couldn't see that one coming from a mile away. I'll get the whistle. <laughs> Mr. Conehead. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So they do this contest, and they probably have an adult version of it, too, I'm guessing. I would assume so. Yeah. Uh, the one that gets press, though, is is the kids' national mullet contest down in the States. And, oh, my God. <laughs> have you ever heard this name for a mullet? The Kentucky Waterfall? Uh, yes, I have. I've never heard that, but I really like it. Yeah. Kentucky Waterfall. Is that what the winner had? Um, no, that's just another name for the, the mullet. What's the Kentucky Waterfall? It's a mullet. It's, I have heard the that expression. The hair expre- going down your back is like a waterfall. I have heard that expression. Tennessee top hat. I have I've heard that yeah. expression before. It's just another. What would you call the mullet I had? Just a mullet. They're no, all just mullets. No, it's just, no, it's just a term for a it's mullet. It's just like Jimmy. calling your a wiener a dink or like. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's just like a nickname. Yeah. Word. Yeah. 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 But I, I do think that, that there is. 
the Kentucky waterfall, I think, has to be it. It has to be longer because you can have to a make sho- it work. It would, yeah, yeah, you can have a shorter version of it, right? So yeah, the USA Mullet Championship. You know what? I, I didn't think the winner deserved to to win. No, no, the blonde kid. I with, liked the with uh, the razor. I think he sold it with the razor glasses. I like the uh, I like Rustin. I was from uh, Arizona. <laughs> I gotta have a look at Rustin. Oh yeah, yeah Rustin's a young kid. <laughs> And he's changing a tire. <laughs> he's got it spiked up on top. I liked the ginger kid. The ginger cash. Cash. <laughs> See, we all have different it winners. It looks like one of those raccoon hats, but red. Yeah, he is. He's fully committed. Yeah. Cash is fully committed. Yeah, these kids put a lot of time and effort into their mullets. Check out their names, too. Okay, so Epic. the w- <laughs> the winner's name is Emmett. Rustin is second place. Cash is third. Epic is fourth. And Fisher is fifth. <laughs> Kid's name is Fisher. Yeah, you're destined to have a mullet at that point. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, if you want to see it, um, Jimmy, we got the link here. Jimmy can fire you the link. But, yeah, this just sums up the United States of America to me, though. Like this is the this they have a two of their biggest contests of the year yeah mullet contest and a hot dog hot eating contest. dog eating contest yeah. right and every year we talk about the mullet contest for the kids yeah. and every year we talk about that stupid hot dog eating contest here right yeah yeah listen we shouldn't be throwing stones I mean <laughs> we just wrapped up a lawn darts tournament <laughs> another moment with Doctor Locke man I really hope I don't get acid reflux. I know some people with it, and it's, um, man, it's it's such an issue. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember as a kid, like, that being a thing, middle-aged men and their tums, just pounding the tums, right? I don't know why. I'm so lucky. Do you know anybody that can't take vitamins? No. That pukes them up? No, I don't know anybody. If they take vitamins on, a, in a, on an empty stomach in the morning, <laughs> they throw up? My daughter has that. Well, actually... Mac might have that, but that's just, she can't have anything in the morning other than coffee or water. Really? For the first few hours, yeah. Huh. Yeah. My, like, I'm, like, I literally, I'll put a fist full of vitamins in my, <laughs> yeah, nothing yeah, but me. You also do that mucilix or whatever that's, uh. Metamucil. Metamucil. That's to help me take a dump. That has nothing to do with my <laughs> no, son. No, but you do that at the same time, though, so, and then oh, you're. Yeah, I don't think you need it. <laughs> you take, like, eight a morning. <laughs> Could you, could you imagine? You should probably cut out the Metamucil, actually. <laughs> anyway. but, I, but I think because you're adding the fiber with that handful of vitamins, like, I, like when I do my vitamins in the morning, I have to do it with food. Really? Okay. See, no, even if I... Like, I don't so I always... have to do it with food and water. A big hoagie with some vitamins, <laughs> three in the morning. I could, it, like, on an empty stomach, no problem. I can take a fist full of pills and walk away. I don't think it has anything to do with the Metamucil at all. Um, some of the bigger c- c- uh, of the of the culprits with the acid reflux is yeah. um, high-proof liquors. Apparently, you're supposed to stay away from. But basically, this whole thing, I don't even want to read this thing, because the whole thing just says stay away from booze. And I'm like, <laughs> you sorry sack of... Why, why do you do, do Dr. Locke? That says no more booze. I know. I just I feel bad for yeah. people with sensitive stomachs. Um, 
the one cause, the, the alcohol drinks that cause the most issues, apparently, and this is interesting to me because I've been on the diet beers lately, but the bloating and the stomach pain, a big issue is um, red wine and okay. light beers for whatever reason, mm. and and spritzers, which are, I don't know if that includes all those drinks that everyone's drinking now, the vodka and the gin. Everybody's yeah, got the, all those. Is that I a think spritzer? Sprit- as, but I think spritzers are the wine-based ones. Yeah, I think you're right. I think a spritzer is... A lot of a, them are the water, too, though. Like, yeah. What do you call, like, the vodka sodas and the gin and sodas? and the, they're, they're more seltzers, aren't they? If you're getting, like, a canned gin soda, I think it would be a spritzer. Okay. Yeah, but then there's the seltzers or the White Claws and everything else. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I just thought I'd mention uh, that that's kind of surprised me that if, if you're on the light beers um, and you got some stomach issues... You might want to just like flip from the Bud Light to the to full full test Budweiser. That was basically the whole. That's what you got out of, it? of the Doctor Locke segment. Get rid of the diet beer. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I don't have a lot of regret in my life. I also don't. I don't look at other people's lives and go, "Oh man." For the most part, I don't. Yeah, yeah man. I wish I. I. But the one thing that I. I I've always been jealous of other people for having is a hobby. Yeah. Like something that they legit love that they, that they, they can spend Spend hours, spend their weekends, like doing their hobby. Yeah. Looking for things for their hobby, researching their hobby. Yeah. Like your, your love of music doesn't count or no, 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 it's not the same. Like it's not like fixing cars or repairing old lawnmowers or or building old radios or something. Woodworking. Yeah. Yeah. I saw this. I I watched this YouTube video on a weekend, a guy who was, it was making, uh, he he goes and buys old radios and he fixes them up and makes them work. Right. I'm like, why, why don't I have something like like Even Seth Rogen, like he got into pottery. I'm like, that looks kind of fun. Pottery would be awesome. <laughs> but I just, I don't know why. I don't. And I don't have anything I, either. I don't have anything like that in my, when I was a kid, I used to have a stamp collection. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I do. Like, uh, you don't have any hobbies? <laughs> yeah, but that's not a hobby. That's riding, a pastime. Riding the bus um, is not a hobby. No. <laughs> Like, and I wouldn't call, like, my Star Wars fixation a hobby, really. That's kind of... You, I mean, like, you do some lightsaber, A little bit. A little, little bit. A yeah. little bit. Anyway, I, I saw this story, and I was like, this guy, this guy needs a hobby. So there's a strip club owner who yeah. is willing to pay $250,000 for a pair of Prince Harry's uh, underwear, uh, which are uh, being affectionately known as the party underwear. Prince Harry was in Vegas years and years ago, yeah. and I guess um, it was... It was a good night. You, you know when you go he home was, and you lose your underwear? It's a good night. Well, do you remember the picture? I do. Yeah, he was like holding his junk, and <laughs> they were playing like strip billiards or something like Is that. Is that what it was? So somebody that night grabbed his underwear. And he wants them. And so he's they're being auctioned off right now. Guess what his name is? Oh, he still owns a strip club? Rocky? <laughs> Dino. Dino, close. I lost a pair of boxers <laughs> doing strip stuff. 
on a bus somewhere yeah. Yeah. with a pole on it. <laughs> no, it was great. I wonder if bathroom. I wonder no, if we, it was actually a, it was actually a party bus. I wonder if we could lost, get some money for those. I lost an undershirt so. and a pair of boxers. No, I don't think anyone's paying for those. This guy's offering two hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's the money is apparently going to go to a good cause. Yeah, they're being but. auctioned and they're saying like they want a million. Uh, <laughs> yeah, did they go? Did they they'll get a million bucks no. for a pair of Prince? I don't think so. Will they, dude? Uh, crazier things in in the world happen all the and time. How do they prove they were actually his? I have no idea. That's but what I'd like to know. This guy, wa- I think this Dino guy was there, or he oh, probably yeah. he had something to do with the night or something. Yeah. Um. So uh, that's I think they're like a keepsake for him. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. We are joined by Jordan Cornfield from Tabor. <laughs> Inside joke. Um. What is your role with NL Lacrosse? NLL Lacrosse, Jordan. Uh, I'm uh, the director of player personnel with Panther City Lacrosse Club. Um, um, down in Fort Worth. Uh, this tournament is uh, is actually for the CLA, the Lacrosse Canada National Championship, uh, the President's Cup Lacrosse. That's uh, hosted next week, uh, August twenty eighth uh, to September third at Bill Hunter Arena here in Edmonton. Awesome. So, what are the teams in the President's Cup National Championship? This is a senior men's league. Yeah, so it's uh, 21 and over. So uh, basically it's the highest level of lacrosse played in Canada with the exception of Senior A um, out in BC and Ontario. We don't have any Senior A in Alberta or uh, across a lot of the other provinces. Um, so there's seven teams coming. Uh, the host wow. team, which is the Miners Lacrosse Team, or Miners Lacrosse Club. Um, the Alberta representative, which is the Mounties Lacrosse Club out of Calgary. Uh, the Six Nations Rivermen from Ontario. The Ladner Pioneers from BC. Uh, the Snake Island Muskies from the Three Nations Lacrosse League, which is uh, kind of upper New York. Uh, the Aquasosny uh, uh, Bucks from Aquasosny, the Can-Am League, and the Capital Region uh, Axemen from Quebec. So it's, it's the best of the best coming best, to Edmonton. Absolutely. Best of the best. A ton of uh, National Lacrosse League players playing on this summer on their summer teams and uh, coming to represent their their provinces and their their leagues to uh, try to win a national championship. You know what I find interesting about this sport is, and it's two things for me. One, everybody I know that has kids now is getting their kids to play lacrosse. Yeah. Everybody. Um, boys are playing lacrosse now just as much as they're playing hockey. I, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but it just seems like that in, 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 in the friends groups, right? This my wife and I had kids early, and now everybody my age is, ha- has teenage boys. And it, it seems to be a very popular thing for, to get your kids into. But overall, Jordan, lacrosse, the popularity of the sport, is really growing in North America, isn't it? It is. Um, the uh, the teams down in the states are actually growing significantly faster than in Canada. We, I mean, we're growing. We're still a fast growing sport here. But uh, one of the biggest growth areas is uh, actually, believe it or not, in girls lacrosse. Um, we have a huge population of girls that are playing. You know, from you know whether they're you know playing ringette or. or girls hockey in, in the winter and then coming yeah. over and playing lacrosse. And um, so that's been a, a huge growth area for, for lacrosse. But all over North America, they just started uh, another pro box league down in the States that's, uh, that's really focusing on, um, on box lacrosse in the States, which is yeah. something that they're kind of new to get into. They were, they're big on field lacrosse, but uh, they're, they're kind of picking up box lacrosse and seeing the benefit uh, of, of playing uh, both, both sports, field lacrosse and box lacrosse. So 
Box lacrosse is like going back to the 80s for hockey, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, see, I used wild. to love going to the Rush games when they were in Edmonton. Yeah. Those were so much fun. It was I, I really miss it. such a loss when we yeah. lost that that team here because that was a regular outing for us. Too. Yeah. We, we'd go. Uh, and again, I, I was saying to Jordan before the interview, I was like, we don't know a lot about lacrosse, so you're, you're going to have to fill in some holes. But well, I would, I would watch lacrosse, and I'm like, I don't really know what's going on here, but this is fun. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You guys definitely have something in w- with respect to the fact that um, that you've 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 figured out how to make that the viewing of it exciting. With oh. yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, it's it's funny. I actually played on the first rush team when it came in two thousand six, um, and we have a few guys who were on the, that championship team in twenty fifteen, the year they left on our minors lacrosse league uh, or on our minors team. Cool. Uh, John John Lentz, Aaron Bold, Ryan Dilks few of those guys who played on that team and are still playing in the pro league they uh they play on on our team and they'll be at this tournament uh next week so i was looking at this the last president's cup that they had posted and it looked like the st albert miners did well are they the team to watch this year so there's going to be a few teams. So that's that's us. That's the team I'm the GM of uh, the Miners Lacrosse Club. We won in 2016 when we hosted it in Leduc. Uh, then we won in 2017 in Six Nations and then 2018 in Nanaimo. And then we fell a little bit short in 2019 when it was hosted out in Montreal. Um, so uh, we we got a pretty strong squad this year. So we're we're looking good. Um, we are hosting the teams or the tournament. So we have kind of some of the the prime placement games in the evenings. Um, yeah. There will be some good clubs coming, though. Ladner's going to be really good. they got a lot of pro guys, and um, the Ontario team is, is always really good. And um, it, It's just going to be good lacrosse all around. Every game will be a tight game with you know, probably some rough stuff and, uh, and a lot of high-scoring goals. So. so the President's Cup National Championship coming to Edmonton. Give us the dates and a good place to get info and ticket information, that kind of thing, yeah. Jordan. Uh, website is... Presidentscup.lacrosse.ca. That's Presidentscup.lacrosse.ca. August 28th to September 3rd, um, Bill Hunter Arena, which is 9200 163rd Street, uh, formerly Jasper Place. So between Jasper Place High School and St. Effects High School, the arena right in the middle there. So um, tickets are available at the door. Uh, kids get in free all week uh, for the round robin games. And, uh, and, and just a single game ticket is 10 bucks at the door. Um, you can pick up there. There's beer gardens, um, lots of events going on. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good good week of lacrosse. So, thank you for this, Jordan. We appreciate your time and good luck Pre- with the tournament. Thank you. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast, making radio great again. Really, guys. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.